What doing, Paniacs? It's time to stuff another bag of six. And today I have special guests, the Wheel of Horror podcast. We have Alec and Justin from the Wheel of Horror podcast. You can follow them at Twitter at Horror Wheel, which is where I do. And they always update on the new episodes they got out and all kinds of good stuff. And of course, my ace in the hole because we were going to do this in October and, and biffed it. And so, of course, it makes sense to do it at the end of February. Finally, we're tackling horror movies, man. So we got it all set up right here on Pain Productions. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey. hey. Excellent. <laughs> all right, man. Welcome, man. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the podcast, how you guys got together, you know, and, and what it's all about. Now, if you want to do the owners. Yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, we, my friend Eric and I, we've known each other since we were like five years old and we were bored during the pandemic. So we were like, you know what? We love horror movies. Why don't we do something insane and try and do 31 podcasts in 31 days in 2020 <laughs> of October? So we're like, we'll watch a movie every day. We'll record a podcast on it. I've always wanted to do that in October, just like watch a horror movie every single day leading up to Halloween. So we're like, let's just have fun with it. Kind of got more reception than we were expecting people seem to really enjoy it and uh justin reached out to us and he was like hey man like you know i kind of want to do like twitter marketing and i want to start doing podcasting too and he came up with the idea of doing fresh film fridays so we kind of expanded mm -hmm. from just horror films which we do every monday no matter what always horror um right. but justin was like we should do newer films so i was like yeah let's do that so newest movies we do those on fridays horror movies on wednesday i'm sorry on mondays and then Justin, if you want to fill everybody in on all of our bonuses, Book of Boba Fett. All oh yeah, stuff. so we started doing. Uh, I really like the ideas of other shows doing like next day releases of of shows like Boba and Mando and all that stuff because mm -hmm. there's such a, a large following for like, all the MCU and Star Wars universe. So we did Boba, and now we're currently on pause until Obi Wan comes out, and that'll be <laughs> you know next next day or say. Same day when it comes out. Have they even released yeah. the uh, Justin, Kenobi trailer yet? Have they even no. released? It's killing me. They're, it's, they're just teasing us. <laughs> it was supposed to be the Super Bowl, right? Wasn't that like the, the word on the street? It, it better was... come out May 4th. Like it would be the like Star Wars Day is the perfect time to just give us like, it doesn't have to be long, just like 60 seconds. Something. Yeah. It's a little late. I feel like I want it sooner than that, but... Yeah, Justin and I uh, and Eric all grew up together. We're all from Connecticut, and um, and yeah, just been it's been really fun. So yeah, you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. And that's all at Horror Wheel. Is that across all platforms? Justin, I believe so. Right? <laughs> yeah, if you type in Wheel of Horror, you'll find it. Instagram is the only one that's different, where it's Wheel underscore of underscore horror. Um, but Twitter is our our biggest social media thing that we got going on and your recent uh episodes in case you've missed it just to give a little tease of what to look for when you're searching for the podcast jennifer's body massacre on aisle 12 and antlers um and just looking at the poster of massacre on aisle 12 i've already made note to watch that and then listen to the pod i have not seen that one that i just love the i love the visual of it that's like my jam there like i said i'm not a huge horror fan but the outrageous ones are really the ones that get me 
I, I love the genre. I just, I, I don't know where to go. So that's also part of my selfish reason for having you guys on here. I'm hoping when you guys draft these, I might pick up a couple as well. Curtis will text them to me all the time. He actually just texted me about antlers the other night. Yeah. So this is on my list as well. Yeah. Antlers was great. Uh, we had a guest on there and then Massacre on Isle 12. It's not really scary. It's like a slasher. Um, but we had the actor and director on there, the main actor. And it was great. He was, he was such a funny guy. He's also a comedian. And he told us his background story of how he was a cop and everything and how they shot the movie. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. Right on. All right. We were explaining the draft format before uh, we hit record. So that's what we're going to do. And to clarify for the audience, we're picking our favorite horror movies. So any people listening, any people that are like huge into it and think we've snubbed the, the greatest of all time. I don't know if like the black and white Nosferatu is on your list. You know, someone there's always one that'll come out and oh, my God, how dare you saw it in film class. That one's, a, you know, we might not be some of mine are just personal favorites that some of them are just memories from like blockbuster rentals as a kid, like. These are just my favorite ones, and I've asked you guys to do the same. So since there are four of us, uh, you know, we're, we'll, we'll do the first four draft style, and, and depending on time, we might do the last one, just last two, just a speed round. But hopefully we can get all of our six in, you know, in a timely fashion. But um, bump your favorite ones to the top. So the ones that you think that we might draft as well, because once they're gone, they're gone, just like an NBA draft. There's not five LeBrons out there. So. We're going to go. Hey, your humble host, always myself. I'm going to be picking last. Um, and we will be going in alphabetical order based on first names. So, first pick will be Alec. Then it'll be Curtis. Then Justin. Then myself. And then we'll flip back around for round two. So, Alec, with all the pressure and the weight of the world on your shoulders of what the 101 is going to be for the horror movie draft, please let us know. Right now. So I went with I'm going to go with like the big, 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 big one. You know, obviously I love this one, but I'm assuming it's probably on a few of your lists. So I'll go with The Exorcist. Ah. Yeah, uh, The Exorcist, like watch it as a kid. My mom showed it to me when I was eight, pretty much ruined my life. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's a big deal. That's why I chose it. <laughs> I mean, for a lot of people, it's it's not just a great horror movie. It's one of the greatest movies, period, ever made. Right. So, I mean, you know, for a lot of people, Exorcist is going to top the list. Um, an excellent first overall pick in this draft. Yeah, I mean, and the vernacular has crossed over out of horror. I mean, how many times has somebody done something or your buddy's a little bit uh, overserved on a, on, a, on a Friday in the corner and you just yell, the power of Christ compels you, man. Just like, <laughs> dude, stop, man. Like you're waiting for his head to turn around and, and definitely green vomit may be involved. So, I mean, it's it's gone so like, the references i mean they they've parodied you know the head turning around in so many other movies like it's been hugely influential um yeah it's it's a banger dude i mean that that was i don't think i was eight i think you you trumped me there but i was definitely way too young when i watched it for the first time and it stuck with me forever yeah right. no it's funny the first time uh, i ever experienced an earthquake i was in california and i was in my bed and the bed started shaking and i was like all right exorcist like this is it. there's demons like they're real <laughs> and like obviously it's an earthquake but first thought was the exorcist when i experienced that heck yeah all right wonderful first pick curtis my man 
Well, I'm a little upset. It got crossed off my list. I mean, I should have expected that with the first overall pick, but you know, I, I'm idiotically optimistic sometimes when it comes to a snake draft. Okay. So, uh, so my first overall pick, uh, it's my personal favorite horror movie of all time. And it's from probably my favorite horror director of all time. Wes Craven, a nightmare on Elm street is my first pick. The OG. I remember, uh, first time I saw it, I was way, way, way too young. Uh, I was probably like four years old and <laughs> yeah, my sisters were supposed to be babysitting me. And this was at the time of headbangers ball, you know, and all that in, in the eighties. So it was like, uh, in horror movies, you had USA's up all night and they would show edited up stuff from, you know, splatter horror or whatever, uh, late at night too. But I remember going to the video store with my sisters, them bringing that home, dubbing it from one VCR to a tape on another VCR so we could watch it over and over again when my parents were gone. And uh, my mom tells the story that when I was a little boy, I was obsessed with asking her if I could watch A Nightmare on Elm Street and for some odd reason, Gone with the Wind. Don't remember (laughs) watching Gone with the Wind as a child, but I vividly remember watching Elm Street for the first time. And uh, to this day, uh, it's my favorite. So there's my pick. Two movies uttered in the same sentence, you know, all the time. Elm Street and Gone with the Wind. I mean, running. It is. They can't get out of each other's shadows, man. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is. Well, you just wait for the second round and you might get Gone with the Wind for my second pick unless someone else snakes it from me here. If you can if you can sell it, man, I'll buy it. Do you know there's different ways that people get scared by movies? If you can sell Gone with the Wind, man, I I mean, it's like a six hour movie. I don't remember anything about it. I swear to God, I don't other than I don't give a damn. Like everyone knows that line. (laughs) But I think that's probably something my mom had and she just put it on and set me down in front of the TV. Like, okay, I'm going to go do chores. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) uh, I remember everything about Elm Street from the first time I saw it, like. Nothing though about Gone with the Wind. So Ryan, you can you can have Gone with the Wind if you'd like it for your pick. <laughs> Just throwing that back at you. I have it on on DVD actually, man. It's right next to Casablanca and my whole classic show. But I also have I do have Elm Street too, man. I've, I got the original and and a, and a couple others, but I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to spoil okay. any potential okay. other picks. Mm. All right, Justin, you're next, right. man. So my list is probably going to be different because it's not going to have. Yeah, super cliche ones that you guys might have. And oh, shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a big zombie fan, so there's going to be a lot of zombie flicks on here. Uh, first pick would be 28 Days Later. Ah, um, yeah, that's on my list. I love this movie. I think it's not only a great zombie movie, but just horror in general. Like, it's not super scary. Like, I don't think you're going to be terrified from it, but it's of the zombie movies. I think it's extremely realistic. Um, you know, there's no like crazy kills. No one's like an expert gun sharpshooter after not holding a weapon. And uh, it's scary because like if you woke up in a hospital and there was nobody there, it'd be pretty uh, traumatizing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Plus, it's the first time I remember fast zombies. To me, zombies were always supposed to be slow, man. These these zombies had like a, a 4440, man. I was like, what the yeah. hell is going on? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, came man, out like yeah. right before the Dawn of the Dead remake. So you're like, yeah, that was like the fast. Yeah. 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 And I vividly remember when the dad, who I always forget his name, uh, he looked up and like the crow dropped blood in his eye or something. 
Yeah. Mm. And then he turned that way, so I'm like, ah, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's the worst way to get it, man. It's like, you know, if I'm going to go out, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. They find out new ways through TV shows and movies for some pretty, you know, epic kills. I don't want to get just a random blood drive go out, man. Like, that's yeah. that, can't, that can't be my final chapter. <laughs> Now, did The Walking Dead rip off 28 Days Later with their intro? Is it a complete ripoff? You know, it's... the comic series came out like the same year, I think. Exactly. So this yeah. is, I, I love giving some of my friends shit about this because they go back and forth between the two. So the series, the TV series, you know, took it from the comic. Comic came out the same time. So I don't know. I don't know who kind of ripped off who. Yeah. It's pretty hard to believe they both came up with those two ideas identically, though. I'd like to yeah. like to dig in. Let me get let me we'll get our historian on it. I'm gonna look all around for him. Oh, wait, I don't have one. Um, all right, mine are gonna be a little off off kilter as well. Cause you know, I I love horror movies, but like I I, I don't have any rhyme or reason of how I watched them and throughout the years, I just like I find them and then I get in like a state where I'm just going to burn through a bunch of them. And then I take a break and I get back to them and I watch a lot of bad ones, of course, because I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but this one I saw in the theater and I laughed a lot in it and I was freaked out in it. And then by the end of it, I had no idea what was going on. And I left there thinking I need to go watch that again. I'm taking cabin in the woods with my number one pick. Hmm. I just, I loved it. I, you know, I love just the whole story. I, I, you know, horror movies have certain tropes and, you know, just the, the cabin in the woods trope. I mean, you know, the, 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 the band of friends or, you know, strangers with different personalities are all camping or whatever. I, I can watch those all the time. Then when the whole world turned on its ear at the end and just went absolutely bonkers, dude, I was like, I was almost like, I was literally edging my seat and that doesn't happen very often at the theaters, but I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? And the levels of it and like, you know, the the actors playing back with the, taking all the notes, you're like following along and it's just like the the layers of it. But aside from that point, um, there's a clip from that I watch maybe every other week. It's one of my favorite YouTube clips. And I, I laughed out loud in the theater and I got a couple head head looks. But <laughs> um, Bronze God himself, before he was huge, Chris Hemsworth is, is in this movie. And there's a scene where he's cranking up his motorbike, man, and he's going for help and he's getting ready to ramp out of here and everybody's ready to go and you're feeling it. And I'm like, oh, man, this this jacked up, handsome bastard is going to do it. And he hits the ramp and he hits the invisible force field and it makes that like crackle. And then you see like his 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 overly swollen body just slowly like hit. <laughs> and there's like little like zaps as it goes down. But like the crescendo of the music and the bravado of the jump and everything and i'm like oh yeah and then when he just splats like a bug on a windshield i was like oh no and it was like a little bit of just like surprise but also like the visual of it i i lost it in the theater like and i was like almost crying i was laughing so hard and i'm getting the look back like that was horrible man the guy just fell to his death you insensitive bastard but i still watch that clip all the time if i'm feeling down like i'm just gonna watch (laughs) I'm going to watch Chris Hemsworth eat it real quick before, before I go to bed, man, because I need to pick me up. So 
Uh, that line is like, tequila is my lady. That line yes. always got me. <laughs> right. It was just such a fun, fresh take on that, on that, on that trope. And I, I loved it. I've seen that movie a ton of times now. So I had to take it number one. It's a good one. Coming around, another thing I love, and you know, I'll give it away with just saying this. I love puzzles and I love mysteries and I love, you know, figuring things out. I love escape rooms, all that kind of stuff. So the very first Saw movie, uh, when it came out, I was hooked, man. I, I, I love the actors in it. Carrie Elwes, like it was, a, it was the whole thing. I love just waking up and you got to find this key and there's like the, you know, the attention of it all. And, and like the, the person pulling the strings and trying to figure out, the outside world with going on in this inside world. And of course you got the creepy puppet and all that kind of stuff. And then the, the, you know, the big finale when you see that he's in the room the whole time was just a big, like, Oh yeah. Now I can't vouch for the sequels and I won't judge them if they're on your list. And, uh, but the very first one I think is iconic and I I was blown away the first time I saw it. And uh, so I had to put that on there. It might've, the biggest knock I have against it is it did kind of spark that whole torture porn run of movies for a while yeah. where it was like, Oh, if you love saw, you're going to love these people camping and they're going to saw off an Achilles tendon and someone's going to eat near. And it's just like, there was no real, it's like, all right, man, like I, I don't need all that. I like more tension and fright. So I think like the spinoffs of saw might, might've spiraled things out of the genre a little bit, but the very first OG saw, Love it. I had to have it. Yeah, you're right, though. It did, like, dominate the entire decade. It's just like, how much grosser can we get? Like, yeah. That right. first one, yeah. That first one didn't, I mean, until the dude took his own foot off, you know, that was right. that was a lot. But, I mean, the whole movie before that was more cerebral mm. than just trying to give you, yeah. like, guts, you know, or, right. like, how, how wild can we pull an eyeball out of somebody's ear canal? Like, you know, it's like, okay, man, like they, they, they kept trying to one up each other as the saw sequels kept happening. But the first one I thought was, was a little more pure. So, and that poster too. Woo. What an iconic yeah. poster. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. I, I would like to get uh, your guys, uh, Justin and, and Alec, your opinion on this. Cause to me, you know, in, in the late nineties in particular, I felt like horror was really, really, really down. And then I feel like, you had a couple three films that made it okay for Hollywood to start cranking these out again, but I'd put Saw at the top of that list in 02. I feel like Saw and everyone was waiting on Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses because it was supposed to be so crazy and over the top. I, you know, and then Freddy versus Jason. I remember those three movies in a row, and I just feel like that's kind of what sparked the next decade of what we saw. But I, I would just, what do you guys think about that? Am I way off? No, I mean, I think... I think a, a year that's very pivotal for horror is 2003 uh, just because of right. Freddy versus Jason, but also the Texas chainsaw Massacre yeah. remake, yep. um, sure. which I'm not a huge fan of, but it did yeah. kind of like, it made a lot of money. So I got platinum dunes, I think is a company and they were just like, yep. all right, we're buying up everything. We're remaking everything, which it, it hurts the creative element of it. Cause in the eighties, they're like, we got to make like the most crazy person. Let's have a burn victim with claws and he's in your dreams. And now they're like, well, let's just remake that then instead of thinking of new, <laughs> new ideas, right. yeah. which yep. kind of sucks. But yeah, Freddy vs. Jason, I love that movie. People hate that movie, but that movie's awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. That that definitely, I feel like, was the beginning of 
passing the torch from mm. the slashers of the 80s to the graphic you know beginning yeah. of iraq kind of world just in <laughs> yeah, yeah. <right>. no order <laughs> yeah yep uh, fantastic yeah hey, i agree all right man now we're flipping back to justin who's letting us know all of our picks are basic and he's gonna <laughs> hit us hit us with another hit us with another banger uh so this one I'm going to put it high up on my list, not necessarily because it's one of my favorites, but because it was, it just stands out as terrifying to me. And that would be the ring. The original. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, I don't remember what year it came out, but I was very young. I think 2002, 2002. So I was 12. Um, and it dude, like anytime, I think that was back when like you had the fat TVs and, Anytime a TV like would go staticky or like you went above like channel 70 and like static came on, I would just remember looking at the TV, TV being like, oh shit, like this is it. And like <laughs> something about that was like, I think that was one of the first movies where horror movies really took off with the whole Wells scenario. And Wells just became terrifying. And uh, concept of her like coming through the TV, crawling up the well the whole you can't see their face kind of thing and she's wet there's footsteps it, it just scared the shit out of me <laughs> so yeah. yeah that that whole like disjointed thing like the disjointed yeah. walk and like the the stop motion limbs and all that kind of stuff i felt like that was one of the first times i've seen that and that just added a little something like yeah. is she move is she moving fast is she moving slow is she right in front of me what the hell and then it's just like quit, and you you were yelling at the TV, just quit watching the the damn video, man! <laughs> like just quit it, quit it. Exactly. <laughs> and then you know, every time a phone rang from there on out, you know. Yep. <laughs> it had it had double meaning, as as they say. There was an actual ring, but then the phone ring. Oh, yeah. It was on my list, man. Oh. I got that one now. Oh damn! Yeah. Maybe you're not as basic as uh, as we all think, Justin. A lot of <laughs> these are the two in a row. No, thank you. <laughs> all right. Oh, it's Alex turn now? Okay. Uh, no, no we're at Curtis. We're at Curtis. We're oh, in the middle. Oh, on right, the yeah. swing. Back to me. All right. I'm not going to lie. I took the whole basic thing a little, uh, little personal. <laughs> um, I, too, am a fan of zombie movies as well. And uh, I was going to save this pick maybe for fourth, but I think I'm going to go ahead and take it now. I think this is the greatest horror comedy ever made. Return of the Living Dead is my second oh. overall pick. Uh, so which that one? Yeah, which why why that one? Well, I don't want to return. But well, you know, there was a there was a split with Ramiro. Um, so he didn't uh, he, he had nothing to do with that. Right. So this was a straight horror comedy that got put out in 85. I think it holds up to this day. I think it is so damn funny and the visuals are still so good and an endless amount of quotes from return of the living dead. Um, you remember there was a time, this one time Ryan and I, we went out to lunch. We went to an old Chicago and we walked in. I don't know if you remember this in the way I was wearing a return of the living dead shirt and the waiter was like, Hey man, Hey, cool. I was like, Oh yeah, cool. Waiter's cool. Let's see if we can get some free wings out of this or something. All right. But, um, I mean, to this day, my friends and I will, will hang out and do you want to party? It's party time. We talk about we quote that movie all the time. You know, this is a fucking lifestyle. You think this is a joke, all that sort of stuff. I mean, just 
just love Return of the Living Dead. Watch it every and a little little nugget takes place on the Fourth of July. So I it's like right. I have to watch that movie Fourth of July weekend. As nice, well. nice, yeah. awesome. So Curtis, did you? What's that? Did you get free wings? Uh, what do we get? No, we got like uh, mott sticks. I think we didn't get wings out of the deal. We got mozzarella sticks. But I, but like that made my day, man. I walked around the rest of the room, really cool shirt I got on. This is the coolest shirt. <laughs> I'm saving this is my special occasion t-shirt now. If I'm I'm not wearing this unless I go to a concert, I'm just gonna wear this to work or something like that. I'm gonna wear it, you know. It's it's funny because you, you probably walked by somebody who was like, That movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, is is that the one where the poster's like you'll laugh until you die and it's like on the gravestone? Is it that one? Uh it's it says they're on the on the tombstone, it says they're back from the dead and they're here to party. That's, that's right, on there. That's right. Yeah, okay. In yeah. fact, I even have. Well, let me see what it is. They're yeah, they're back from the grave and ready to party. Return of the Living Dead. See, uh, I also do the thirty-one horror movies in thirty-one days around Halloween. So I had to. You guys can see it on my phone. So that's one of right. mine from the Gram. So there you Classic. go. Yep. There's a sequel to that too, right? That came out a couple. Or, of years yeah, there's after. Return of the Living Dead two, yeah. which is it's funny as well. And um, Tom Matthews. Oh, I'm having a brain fart. But a couple of the actors from the original film are in Return of the Living Dead too. Right. And in completely different roles, completely different characters. I think they're grave robbers in the second one. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's about a little, it's about a boy that he's getting bullied and he unleashes the chemicals that cause the zombie outbreak in part two. So, but uh, if you, if you love the first one, you'll enjoy the second one. After that, stop. Don't, don't mess with any of the others <laughs> after that. Uh, there, I think the third one, uh it has the guy that played uh, randall floyd from dazed and confused he's mm. in it i think oh yeah i think one he's of, in it him or his the, brother one of the londons a London. one of the londons, londons. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah is in it and uh all i remember about that one is there's a homeless man that goes by the name of river man and that's all i remember about that one he wants to be called river man and then he gets river man gets eaten uh and then there's one that's at a rave i don't know which one that one was rave to the grave just oh god there's a lot yeah. of them <laughs> Dude, there's there's five, there's there's five or six, I, and they like they just you watch the first one; it's iconic. The second one, okay, and stop after that. Okay. That's all you need. I'm writing down "Rave to the Grave" anyway. Fucking, I'm watching that. Well, shit, you'll man. you'll like it. You will like it. Ryan yeah. will like "Rave I to the Grave." I will like. I will like that, man. For the record, my H and M hoodie got us jack squat. So kudos to you, Curtis. But there is no extra credit on this one. So. We're heading to Alec for back-to-back picks on the swing. All right. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna keep swinging high on these, uh, just going with the, the classics, the big ones. Just get them out of the way. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. I just, yeah. Uh, Surprised it lasted this long, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. it's amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. And uh, we actually just did, uh, you know, we did Dr. Sleep for the 100th anniversary of that final picture um, where it goes on to like the 4th of July ball from 1921. So so we did that last 4th of July. Um, So anyways, I love that movie. I know a lot of people do. So it's not. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, to get Exorcist and that like back to back is kind (laughs) of kind of kind of unfair. But we're doing favors here. Listen, you know, know, listeners, not not, you know, I'll go for I'll go very obscure one next. So how about that? Hey, you pick, you do you, Alec. I'm not, if you want a stacked roster, if you want to be the East all-star team, man, go for it, dude. I, and there's no judgment, man. Favorites can also be awesome movies. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I will go with an obscure one, though. Um, I doubt anybody else has this on their list because I don't really think a lot of people like it. But uh, Friday the 13th, part seven. I absolutely love that one. A lot of people call it Carrie versus Jason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a poster in my room. Um, I have a cameo from Lars Park Lincoln, who played uh, the lead <laughs> actress in that. <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of that one. Um, but I know it's objectively not not a very good film. All right. I love it. You're going to have to catch up the audience on A, what that's about. But before that, I need to know how much this cameo set you back <laughs> for Luckily, this kind of level. It was a 30th birthday present, uh, luckily, from, oh, okay. my co- okay. from the Wheel of Horror co-host, Eric. And, uh, yeah, you know, she's, like, in the back of a taxi, like, hey, Alec, like, what's up? Like, I remember when I was 30. And I'm like, okay, like, this is awesome. <laughs> um, and, that's, yeah. um, that's phenomenal. But, uh, but, yeah, basically, the movie is just, like, about, um, it has nothing to do with any of the other ones. Jason's at the bottom of a lake. I think he gets, like, struck by lightning or something. Or, no, 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 uh, he gets raised by telekinesic powers, and this little girl uh, brings him back from the dead. She has telekinetic powers, and they basically just have a fight off. Um, so Jason gets messed up. If you want to see, it's the first time Kane Hodder plays Jason, so, like, he's getting thrown through how like literally houses are falling out of <laughs> um, electrocuted, you know, hanging by telephone wires, probably the most messed up you see Jason at that point. So I love that movie, but you know, I get it. People don't. Nah, man, that's what this is about, dude. I love that. I, I don't remember. I think I bowed out somewhere around like four or five, to be honest. Yeah, it's fair. And as a, com- as a completionist, I'm upset at myself. You know, I, I've, I've watched, way worse tv shows for countless hours for seasons well past their prime so i definitely should have stuck it out in this so i'm gonna have to make another note i got a lot of homework <laughs> that did that, that i didn't hear anybody else cross that off their list did anybody else have that one no, no i i thought he was gonna say six at first i got a little nervous when he when oh, he said he said okay. friday the 13th parts i went oh damn yeah. don't do, don't say popular. six people like six i love six man yeah, I love yeah. It. well tom, you're tom matthews Tom Matthews in part six, also in Return of the Living Dead. So I'm just a big Tom Matthews fan. That's that's all it's about. <laughs> Maybe that that's the secret sauce right there. That's it. Well, it is back to you, Curtis. So if you want it, it's yours. I, I thought about it, um, but I'm going to hold off. Let's see if anyone else takes part six. Uh, I'm, I'm going back and forth with between two movies by the same director, uh, and they're both iconic and they're couple of my all-time favorites. I love John Carpenter, so I'm just going to take this one because it's there. I got to go with the original Halloween. Got to go with the original Halloween and take it. I mean, that is um, in the same vein for me as Elm Street. I saw it when I was way too young, uh, and I love the lack of gore that's in that Halloween. I love how Carpenter yeah. just built it's, – it's so much tension. And uh, one of my favorite quotes about that movie, it came from Quentin Tarantino, actually, because like in the sequels and stuff, it's like – Laurie Strode is, we find out is Michael Myers' little sister. And Tarantino said, no, that's bullshit. What made him so scary was this guy could be in your town and being from Illinois, right? So that was a part <laughs> of it. But like what yeah. made him, what made him go, you, I'm going to, I'm going to go after Laurie Strode, this girl. And I just thought, yeah, that is a big part. That's why I like it so much. And it's so terrifying to this day. So I'm going with the original Halloween. I do have that one. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so good though. <laughs> I mean, how can you not? Yeah, I have some in a similar genre. I do love that concept of just like, why? Why us, man? And, and it's 
but we'll, we'll I'm going to save those for later. But yeah, I, I, I love that whole thing where it's just like people are home and all of a sudden there are people in their house or at their front door or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, what the, f- why? But then it just, it just unfolds from there. I just, I, I love that whole formula of, of a horror movie. So I, Halloween's fantastic. Actually, before Curtis and I worked in radio together for a while uh, together, but before you started there, Curtis, we actually, <laughs> we partnered with Hooters and we did a Halloween party at the art theater here in Champaign and screened the original Halloween movie. And the whole staff came from um, Hooters in, in costume and it was like a costume party or whatever. And we did like the first screening in Champaign and however long of the original Halloween movie like on, a- on Halloween. Like a like Hooters costumes or like no they 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 knew the assignment oh okay sorry. Right. I'm sorry all right I'm just curious yeah so they they came out and they they were hosting and helping you know more, you know uh, entertain the crowd and we played games you know before the movie started but they were all great sports and yeah, you know uh, when you throw a costume party at a movie theater on Halloween a you're worried if anybody's going to show up because everybody has Halloween plans mm. but b you're worried about them taking the extra step of dressing up to go to said theater on Halloween so um we had a great turnout but you know lukewarm costume vibes so that's why you know we needed we needed the 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 hype crowd in there so they 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 stepped up nicely and it was it was a fantastic event well, man, I'm I'm bummed. I missed that. I wish I, I missed that by like a month then or something or maybe a little bit more than that. But yeah, I need to I need to talk to a couple of the employees. The guy that the guy that helped us uh, do the whole screening. He's like a huge horror nerd. Like he has some props from like iconic movies. He's like one of oh, those cool. guys that goes and bids on like random things like, you know, the spike that impaled the guy, you know, so I need to, gotcha. I need to research and see if he's still around, dude. That'd be cool to kind of see tab on the show sometime, but fantastic pick Curtis. What'd you, I, I doubt it's on anybody else's list. What'd you think of the most recent one, man? We've kind of uh, texted about it, but. Oh, of Halloween, Halloween kills. Yeah. Halloween kills. Um, It was okay. It was all right. I don't, I didn't hate as much as everybody else did. I had a lot of fun with the memes. I had a lot of fun with Anthony Michael Hall and, Evil dies tonight. Like yeah. uh, a lot of fun with that. Um, I wanted it to be way more serious, probably than than what it was. You know, there was a. I laughed at uh, the Big John, Little John scenes and yeah. Halloween Kills. I did laugh at those, but it was like, yeah, but that's not what I wanted out of it. I really did enjoy Halloween in 2018. I liked yeah, the yeah. the that concept of, of like Michael that f- scene where he's back in his element, and it's his view as he's going through the neighborhood and just mindlessly killing or whatever but halloween kills yeah it's all right i mean I, I i saw it in the theater i gotta see it through i'll have to watch halloween ends whether it it sucks or oh, it's yeah. awesome i oh, gotta yeah. see it through so yeah, yeah i feel the go. same as you curtis like i people hated it so much i was like guys come on con like yeah. resurrection like we, we've had some bad halloween movies <laughs> like this is yes. not even i don't even think this is in the top five of the worst halloween movies. no so people are acting no. like a personal affront against like their family when this movie came out and I saw it. I, I, I did watch it streaming because we did the episode the next day. Um, but David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, I love everything they do. So like mm. the fact that they're going into horror and Jordan Peele going into horror, like seeing all these comedy people pulling it off. I'm just like, I, I love it. I'll support them till the end of time. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Like I, I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't get. I'll tell you the one that I got upset about was because uh, I just watched it the other night was uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
I was now that one I was pissed off about. <laughs> like, I just finished that like ten minutes before we started here. And I was, I was, like, I was uh, well, I won't, I won't, you know. If you, yeah, I'm not you're like, saying picks here, man. Like, you know. Yeah, sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That one, I, I did like. I, I'm not usually the dude that gets on, you know, uh, IMDb or or whatever or Facebook and argues with people about. <laughs> Movies, but I was like, I'm so insulted by this. There's no way Toby Hooper would do this. But you know, Toby made part two, and uh, yeah, yeah. he was high the whole time with Dennis Hopper. But that <laughs> one was funny. Like I knew, you know, you're like it was a horror comedy. But yeah. anyways, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Go on, guys. No, it's all good, man. It's all good, baby. I'm fired. It's up. it's a hot it's a hot subject right now. Everybody, the memes are are going crazy about that. <laughs> Everybody's ripping into into that one, man. But now, uh, my thing about Halloween Kills, I, I loved it. It was a little bit more John Wick. I, I'm okay with a lot of mass body count, big kills. So, the big fight it, scenes. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as great of a movie, but I, the carnage was undeniable. All right, man. All right, Justin, we're back at you. Sitting there patiently waiting to eviscerate all of our lists with the strategic picks. I'm just listening to you guys. You know, um, I'm going to go with the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Uh, this is, besides, you know, 28 Days Later, one of my top favorite zombie movies. Uh, I really like, I'm going to mess, mess his name up, Bing Rames. Bing Rames. Bing Rames. I think Rames. he was great in it. Um, and then there's other guys in it. Ty Burrow was a great villain. And it's just like, I don't know, it's it like it makes sense. Like, you know, if there's zombies or something's happening, you want to go to a place with tons of food and supplies. So you think of the mall. And though there were some issues I had with the movie, like why would they leave and go to the small island and all that stuff? It's just like it's a great fun movie to rewatch over and over again. Oh, yeah. I love I love the concept of just being on the roof of the mall and just picking picking <laughs> off zombies. like that's just like your video games basically like yeah. so pew. good yeah yeah great fantastic remake. I was a big fan of that one too I was yeah I was too others I'm not a big fan of usually of the remakes but man I think that's probably especially in the early to mid two thousands like all these films that got remade I think Dawn of the Dead is tops dude great pick and, for sure and it's fast zombies too like i saw the original and <laughs> something about zombies that like are super slow walking dragging their leg it doesn't scare me because you can you know you could speed walk away from them and be fine <laughs> right. if yeah if they're sprinting at you like you know you're gonna get out of breath you're, you're not gonna <laughs> make it so. yeah speaking of mall i know seniors that walk laps around the mall that can be yes. a lot of classic zombies man like <laughs> I like it when they got a little rocket up their ass myself, man. All right. Um, I'm going to hit up just because you said television static. I'm going to have to pick one of my favorite classics. that actually rocked my world as a kid. Carol Ann reaching out for the TV, the, the clown uh, and the crazy tree and the everything about it. Poltergeist yeah. rocked me to my core yeah. as a kid you know that one was when it came out i was just i was floored by it and like the whole idea of the tv sucking you in and the the spirit world and the i always forget the 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 little lady's name she's such a great actress the, uh, oh the Zelda lady that Rubenstein. comes yes um, she crushes it as like a character actor yeah. Um, everything about it is good. And then, you know, aside from that, the whole legend of, you know, what happened to all the people in the movie, if you really yeah. dig deep in it and all the, yeah. 
yeah. crazy shit of how like the movie, you know, quote unquote is cursed or whatever. But oh my God, the, the fates of the people that were in that movie, aside from, you know, uh, Craig T. Nelson is just like, holy crap. But for a movie, a standalone itself, I mean, when the dude's face melts into the, uh, into the like sink pulls it off yeah, yeah like oh, i yeah. was just that was shook yeah. man i was like you know i was not quite 10 yet but i that thing just killed me between that and like uh indy when they opened the arc like these are I, people kept losing their faces in my in my in my direction and i wasn't about <laughs> well it's all steven spielberg movies from the early 80s <laughs> yeah. it was like 81 i mean he didn't direct uh poltergeist but um but it had that whimsical kind of 80s Spielbergian mm-hmm. feel because yeah. I know he did the story. But uh, yeah, what was up with his like face melting fetish? <laughs> that, was, that was it, man. I, it must yeah. have been heavy metal fan. And like someone was just like, oh, melt your face off, dude. And he's like, I'm running <laughs> with that. That's gold. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had to get Poltergeist in there because that one just again, that noise too. like, you know, like Justin was talking about if I if if I fell asleep with the TV on and I woke up and I heard that just static noise, dude, that was like, mm. nope. I was running to hit that TV button off. And that had the uh, the national anthem playing, too, where, like, yeah. the, the TV's actually yeah. shut off, too. That's, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, man, I got a whole bunch here, and, I, I, and I've kind of hit my three that I needed to have. So now I got a bunch that I love, but I don't know which route to go because there's a long way until I pick again. <laughs> so I am going to go with one that's a little bit more science fiction. Um, I talked about the ending of Cabin Woods, and this one like rocked me to my core when I saw it. I'm taking The Mist. Mm. The Mist was a another movie, kind of like not the not the the mall scene or whatever, but being in a store and like mm. knowing all this crazy shits out there but you don't really know what's out there or is something out there who knows but like the inner dynamics are what's happening in the store like neighbor versus neighbor you know strangers in a, in confined spaces like that whole aspect of it you know but when they finally get out and then they're you know up against it where it's like we're all we're all going to go anyway you know maybe we should just go ahead and take care of it and that whole ending, man, I was just like, dude, like sad. What was it? Five minutes like afterwards yeah. when, when it not even up? not yeah. even like like a, a blink. Like if you just would have waited like that whole thing just absolutely smoked me, dude. When I saw it, I was like, oh, no way. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, you you finally get like to see again. Maybe I have a theme here with Cabin in the Woods, but you finally get to see all these terrible, huge things walking around and then they get wiped out right after like the most gripping tragic, like, (laughs) and then, you know, one person has to live with all that to carry on. So it just, it hit me hard, dude. So I had, I had to take the mist. I didn't realize, I just found out recently Stephen King wrote that in the late seventies. I thought that would have been something he wrote more recently, but it was a novella from like 77 or something. Yep. Wow. Uh, Which I didn't know was that old. Yeah, because usually, like, the second he's like, all right, I just wrote this book, they're like, all right, let's get fucking filming, guys. Right, and then, right. like, you know, this time they're like, all right, let's give it a good 40 years. Let's let this, <laughs> yeah, well, let's, let's let this, this, this is age a little bit. Let's get yeah. this in the in the bottle. But, uh, no, nah, I heard he I heard he wrote it, but I know. Because someone must have been just digging in the crates, dude. Like, what else you got? What else you got? What else <laughs> right. you got? What else you got? We did stand by. <laughs> we did stand by me from you, goddammit. You got to have something else in here. Yeah, they're and, looking at uh, this trash. They're like, he's probably writing something, guys. We can right. find something to make a movie out of. Right. But I, I loved it, man. So, yeah, that, that, that's my 
my fourth pick, and as we're cruising along well, Justin, back at you, my man, for another zombie movie starring. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just messing with you, man. I'm actually going to go with Ghost Ship. What? Which I know, I know. I'm sure. Have you guys <laughs> even seen that? I have not, yeah. but I love it. I love the pick, man. This is exactly why I wanted to do this. Yes. So, like, this is, you know. Ghost it, Ship. Ghost Ship. Came out in 2002. Um, it has the same dude from, I think this is Dawn of the Dead, Ron Elderg. Um, cool concept, basically. Like, this this crew comes upon this massive, like, uh, kind of like a cargo vessel type ship. And you slowly find out. Not only is it haunted, but like why it's haunted. It has Nazis in it. I love like any movie with like Nazis. There's some there's some cool like historical background in it. And you just slowly find out that I mean everyone dies in brutal ways. And it's great. You got it. it's a fun movie. It's fun. Yeah, I love it. It's man. it's weird. It's it's uh it's a time capsule of 2002, I feel like. <laughs> That's, is yeah. the ship the villain or is there other like uh, the ship? I, don't, I don't want to ruin it i don't okay ruin it. okay all right man look I'm at like, the poster yeah. the poster's fun i don't know <laughs> the, <laughs> with the like a skeleton face on the boat or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no i uh i saw that in the theater uh I, I, I was on a date when i saw the, that <laughs> you date didn't go so well you like, I'm married her. we're she married was, yeah i mean i was trying i was trying my best you know I was <laughs> drooping the arm around and it was getting moved back. But I remember the soundtrack. I remember Ghost Ship having a pretty cool soundtrack. I remember having a lot of uh, a lot of hard rock and metal bands on the soundtrack that I that I dug. Uh, and I kind of missed that about the early 2000s, too. It was like the soundtracks that came along with, you know, horror movies. We don't get those anymore. But yeah, we didn't get a second date. But I do watch <laughs> uh, Ghost Ship anytime it is on like Fear Fest on AMC or whatever every year. So. Oh, yeah. Ryan, definitely check it out, man. You're gonna enjoy it. It's up your alley, Ryan. You will, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, I'm just man. I I did not hesitate to write that down. <laughs> oh yeah, we got to cover that one soon, Justin. We talk about it so much. I know, I know. Now, Curtis, did you have the T-shirt back on that date though? See, now if you would have worn the T-shirt <laughs> on <Yeah>. the date, <laughs> boom, I, boom. I don't. I I did not have the T-shirt. I didn't have my Return of the Living Dead shirt then. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a Ghost Ship shirt. Ghost. Uh, does anybody have a ghost ship shirt? I just want to say ghost ship shirt, man. Uh, yeah, I'm... dude, I would wear a shirt that had that skull. It's a sick oh my god, we should do that, Justin. We should make I'm, that shirt. I'm not sure that the film made enough profits to also make merchandise. Though. Somebody, there's probably somebody on like Redbubble or T Public or one of those websites. It's like somebody's gonna buy this ghost ship shirt. Oh, yeah. and yeah. I'm gonna get $15 out of it. I'm gonna sell one of these. Yeah. It, man, put it in the arsenal, dude. I'll do it. Hot topic. Hot topic. I just, I just looked right. it up. If you type in "ghost ship shirt" into Google, <laughs> here, let me, let me show you guys. Can you see this? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> Twenty bucks. Sweet. They got Fun. one for you and your girlfriend. Yeah, and, exactly. and you can make four interest, pe- uh, interest uh, free payments of $5. So, you know, <laughs> if you're tight on cash. <laughs> what are the priorities if you're buying a ghost ship shirt that you have to fucking... Yeah, you put your ghost ship shirt on layaway. It's yeah. like it, like back in the day with Kmart had the blue light specials and you could put stuff on layaway. You could... Yep. Three more payments, baby, and this is my shirt and I can oh. wear it anytime I want. 
Hey, man, I got it. All right, let me see it. Check back with me in July because <laughs> I am five bucks a month. I'll be, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get it, dude. I got five star uh, reviews by two people. So that's hilarious. <laughs> God. All right, Curtis. All right. Um, what, what what nautical vehicle do you have upon us that's going to haunt our dreams? Um, well, hopefully this is a, a one that you'll find terrifying and you'll appreciate this pick, Ryan. Uh, I mentioned you know, I'm a big Carpenter fan and I was going back and forth. And since it's still on the board, this is probably my favorite John Carpenter movie. And it's The Thing. I love oh, yeah. The Thing. Uh, I love everything about that movie. Uh, I'm a big Kurt Russell fan. I love oh, the yeah. ending. Love the ending. I love uh how the movie's more about fear and paranoia really more than anything like these these men alone in antarctica and that is what is like who can you trust and who can't you trust it's it's so well done uh can't say enough great things about it and i think i do have a t-shirt somewhere ryan that i'll wear the next time we go to lunch but no that is my that is my fourth pick the thing uh i love it thing about the thing actually um <laughs> my uh, acting coach back in new york was uh, the guy that played windows um really was, yeah thomas waits uh, not the musician but he is a musician too but uh, anyways <laughs> not that um Tommy. yeah so i worked with him for yeah like a year and right when i saw him i was like wait were you an alien and he's like no i was in the thing because i thought he was <laughs> uh not bishop but the original android from alien because he kind of looked like him yeah and he's like no I'm, I'm in the thing and he told me about like the warriors and and all this stuff so he was a he's a nice guy he's he's an interesting guy nice awesome so, man that's really cool <laughs> yeah he's i yeah so he kind of yeah anyway so i won't talk about it no that's <laughs> dope man and so did he go by thomas to avoid any uh confusion thomas waits <sighs> I feel bad because like he he did not like that people like didn't take him seriously. right well people took him seriously as a musician right 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 were, no 100 percent. but yeah it's like one of those like, things where it's, yeah he was thomas g waits because he had a band right and people right. confused him and yeah yeah so he he got pissed that's a rough go man that's uh you know office space you know and mm, why should mm-hmm. why should <laughs> you know michael bolton all right, right. <laughs> nice well now back to you man alec all with right. uh with back to backs Okay, so um, this is one that I saw same thing on like AMC when I was a kid. I just freaking love this movie. Um, Fright Night from 1985. Mm. It was directed by Tom Holland. Just absolutely love that movie. I just just got it on Blu-ray. Actually, I don't know what the hell took me so long. But yeah, Fright Night's a big, big one for me. Absolutely love that movie. So fun. That's a fun one, man. Good pick. Yeah. 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 No, just uh, I don't know. Something about it. Um, What? Wonderful title, too. I mean, Fright Night. I mean, how is that not taken by that, man? I mean, that slays, dude. I saw the remake uh, with Colin Farrell. Um, You know, it was okay. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It it, it was okay. It was like Chris Angel running around with like, (laughs) what's his name? Anton Yelkin, who I also think, you know, I think there was some conspiracy theory there. I think the U.S. government took him out. But anyways, um, and then Imogen Poots from 28 Weeks Later, who I love, but still that remake was fucking trash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right, man. Uh, and then my second, uh, I have, um, this is another big one. Um, the 1981 evil dead. Ooh. Oh yeah. 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 Figure I'll, I'll, okay. I'll just, be. I'll just fuck myself and take that off my list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. Yeah. No, yeah. that great one. Also actually really enjoyed the remake, but, um, but the original one just, 
that's to me what filmmaking is, is just passion and hard work and dedication and making it no matter what. So I really love Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, all those guys. So yeah, love, love the Evil Dead movies. I had both on my list too, but I'm going to cross them both out because I can't take the <laughs> sequel after you take the original. I just can't, even though it's a little bit more, more, more com- comedic, but nice. Wonderful picks, dude. And uh, we're back to Curtis. Sure. Uh, well, this one sort of already came off the board, but, uh, but didn't, I'm going with uh, the original Dawn of the Dead for my next pick. Uh, it's the first movie I can remember seeing as a kid that, that actually scared me. Like, uh, that opening scene uh, in, in New York and the zombies in the elevator and the whole, like the, the whole first 10 minutes of that movie uh, is just burned into my brain forever. And uh, actually I got to uh, go to a, a Dawn of the Dead panel uh, last summer at uh, a horror convention in Indianapolis. And it was so cool to hear some of the remaining cast members talk about that. And um, like, I got to ask the question, I go, you know, um, did you guys realize at the time what George, because on all of Romero's movies, he's saying something. It's his political take on something. And, and at that time, uh, Dawn of the Dead was about consumerism. And, and you know, to hear them talk about, well, we, no, we didn't know at the time. We we're all in our 20s. But where were we filming? Yeah, we're in a fucking mall, right? We're in a mall. <laughs> and that's, you know, um, it's just so well done to this day. I love it. Ken, Ken Forey and, and that cast from the original. Love it. So Dawn of the Dead. And the soundtrack, Goblin doing that soundtrack is one of my yeah, favorites. Yeah, man. Oh, such a good soundtrack. Yes. Good shit, man. I th- I was wondering. I was wondering if you were going to. You've talked about it for years, man. So I knew it was one of your favorites. But I was wondering if if the other pick made it made you made you uh, pivot. But no, it did. It did not. No. I don't mind. I don't mind slow zombies. OK, I don't mind them. Atrophy set in. They should be slow. Yeah, I like them too. You know, quantity over quality. You gotta go. All right, man. Justin, I'm gonna go with 1999's House on Haunted Hill. Ooh, yeah. Not sure if anyone remembers this. I forgot it had. I uh, do. Jeffrey Rush in it from Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, man. Uh, this movie stood out to me because it was one of the earliest films that I can remember that really made me afraid of like haunted mansions and like big scary old houses because I mean you know it has its horror trope of like instead of everyone just being like hey let's just all stay in like the dining room together they're like let's break up into like groups of like twos and threes and down these alleyways where we get like lost and separated and slowly killed and uh also forgot Chris Kattan was in there, but it has a, it has like <laughs> yeah. Allie Larders in it. Um, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Sam T. Jansen, which is just like, I don't know. She's from. Uh, that was her zone, man. 99. She was like on top Phoenix. of the world. Everybody yep. was in family. Phoenix, Phoenix and James Bond. Like I had a huge crush yeah, on her. When everybody I was, was about family Jansen. Back then. So yeah, dude. Yeah. And I think the concept is great because this was probably one of the the first films at least you know unless i'm wrong that mm. was like a cash prize like you got a million dollars you <laughs> right, survive right, right. stayed the night yeah yeah no the concept yeah. was was dope i i love even more i i love i love you justin the fact that jeffrey rush is known for pirates of the caribbean <laughs> 
when the man won an Oscar for Shine, but it's like, you know, Jeffrey He's Rush uh, of, of Pirates of the Caribbean fame. It could have been it. worse. It could have been like from that fourth Pirates of the Caribbean. Though, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isn't he in like yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean 4? Like, yeah. Was, he was in all of them, but yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. No, I love it. I love it, dude. But you know, that's probably where people actually remember him more from. So it was, it was a it was a better reference, but I just, uh, yeah, I know he listens. So when he when he's listening, he's gonna be like, "Come on, man! Like, have you not watched Shine?" I, I don't even know if that's what his voice sounds like, but all right, it's exactly what his voice sounds. I like. know my Jeffrey Rush is on point, dude. It's I've been money. working on it. Yes. All right, I I got the last two picks, so this is tough. I kind of feel like I need to do uh, my last pick is probably just gonna be. I'm just gonna name the title it'll say it all because it was a kid's movie it's incredibly stupid but we used to watch it a lot at sleepover so i'm gonna go with that but my fifth pick is tough because i've got four that i want damn it all right maybe i bumped the the cheesy one all right i I gotta take get out as one of my is one of mine dude i I, is one of the best movie going experiences i've had in in many years as far as like the crowd like people being into the movie as i'm into the movie like one of the better theater crowd experiences i've had and i went into it with zero expectations you mentioned you know jordan peele earlier alec you know i was like okay so this is what you're doing now you know i went in i wasn't i wasn't hating i wasn't thinking it's gonna suck but i wasn't expecting much but i'm like you know whatever but i mean I've watched that movie at least 10 times now because I always pick up new stuff every time I watch it. You know, you watch something subtle, like, you know, when they get pulled over going to uh, her parents' house and like they ask for his ID and she's like, no, you know, you don't have to see ID. And everybody's kind of like, oh, woke, that's so woke, you know. Nah, man, she doesn't want, she doesn't want evidence that this dude's going to the fucking house, man. She's thinking, she's playing chess, dude. And it's just like all the little subtle things that are piling up for the rewatchers of that movie just makes it better and better each time. And of course, you know, like some of the, uh, you know, again, it, I love big finishes apparently. So, I mean, that whole finishing scene is just yeah. is wild business, but I mean, the whole, the sunken place in the, in this, the stirring of the tea and all that. And, and the fact that it's not, you know, there is social commentary in there. It was like, Oh shit, man, but get out. I fucking love that movie. I had to yeah. get it. Yeah. Anytime I hear, you know, some old lady like stirring her sugar cube, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah, get out, dude. That's it. literally it. Get out, dude. Anytime you hear that noise, just get out, dude. I mean, I don't care where you are. You may be at your nana's house or something. Just get out, dude. I mean, that... <laughs> it works on a lot of levels. All right. I have one that I really want, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have to miss it because we are limited with six per my rules. Um, you were mentioning earlier, I, I love, and I'm between two here. I love the, uh, from original Halloween, like why, why this, why the hell is this happening to us kind of deal? But I'm going to go with, I was between two and I'll name them both. Nah, that's kind of cheating. So I won't, um, I'm going to totally pick. Um, yeah, it is. I know. It's like, oh, you know, hey, I just happen to name both. Vote for me on that. Um, I'm going to take funny games, dude. Uh, funny Whoa. games is a total mind fuck. Um, breaking the fourth wall. There's a lot going on. But again, it's just one of those things where it could happen to you, man. Like it's 
it'll if you haven't seen it, it it'll fuck you up, man. And Which I, one though? The American or the um the I'm, one? I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the American version. Yeah. I mean, uh, people will probably say the the European one's better, but and I've watched them both, but yeah, I, I'm taking the American one. So. <sighs> Dude, that movie, both of them, and they're both directed and written by the same guy. Yeah, like, I'm gonna yeah. remake my own movie. <laughs> yeah, but there's not a lot of movies that when you leave, you're just like, I just don't feel good. No, exactly. Right it's ick, everything is icky, and everything yeah. is icky, and it makes everything. me feel uncomfortable. But I, I love that with my comedy too. Like, um, I always, you know, people always talk about like cringe, con- like. I don't know if people watch The Office, but like that that episode when Michael promised all the kids college tuition and they're all and they're all about to graduate, dude. Like so many people. I couldn't even finish that episode. I was losing. Like, I love that that sinking feeling of I don't know. I'm just maybe I'm just sick, but I love I love that like that like unsettling feeling and and any kind of medium that can make me feel that way inside and that movie me ha- hadn't and i knew the concept of it going in you know but i i, I still wasn't ready for it and I, I loved it so had to take funny games yeah that's a brutal brutal movie i didn't yeah. expect you to pick that ryan i i really out of left field on that for you to i just didn't think you would but yeah uh, I won't get I won't get extra credit, so I'll tell you what I bumped my childhood movie just because. Please you tell know, me what you bumped. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, Chud Two, Bud the Chud. <laughs> Chud. I didn't even know they made a Chud Two. <laughs> Hell yeah, they did, man. The Chud <laughs> experiment was weaponized, and the government was creating uh, ch- Chuds working for the government. They were gonna, you know, be like super warriors, and they shut down the project. But Bud is like the slick talking Chud that's still in the movie with his leather jacket on, cruising around town with a lot of quippy dialogue. And yeah, man, if you ever get a chance, watch Chud 2, colon, Bud, Bud the Chud. What the Chud? I rented that movie. I rented that movie out, dude, at Blockbuster as a kid, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's funny. Now, now who's in the, uh, the first one? It wasn't was it Randy Quaid was in that, right? In the in Chud one? I or Dennis Quaid. I, I've only seen the first one one time. I've seen the second one. Yeah. I don't even have enough fingers and toes, man. I've only seen yeah. the first one once. I don't remember. Yeah. No, Alex, right. And the, and the reason I know that for sure. Uh, so my dad was a, uh, he was a junior high teacher. He taught geography and history and uh, the original Chud didn't have a rating. So he would bring it in or it was rated PG or something like that, which it wouldn't get now. Right. But he brought it in and let a bunch of seventh graders watch it before Christmas break. And a mom complained about my dad showing Chud in the classroom. So that's the only reason I remember any of that. Uh, yeah. God, come on. Let the kids see Chud. What's about? Oh, yeah. He, he, Chud and, and uh, Dawn of the Dead. He seriously put Dawn of the Dead in there and only freaked out Ooh. when the like when the biker when the bikers yelled uh fuck said you know dropped an f-bomb then it was like oh well we gotta fast forward through this <laughs> it was like forget all the blood that we just all splattered and all the gore for an hour already dad yeah now we got to turn off dawn of the dead <laughs> all right terrible I mean, the, the word's already out there you can't put that toothpaste back in the no it's it's done deal done right. deal yeah but yeah all right man i am my my team is on the floor man justin it's back to you I go with one of my favorites, uh, also favorite movies, not just horror, but Resident Evil Apocalypse, <laughs> which is the second one with Mila Djokovic. Mila Djokovic. Mila yeah. Djokovic. Uh, yep. Jonah. Jonah. Yep. <laughs> okay, Alec. <laughs> 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 yeah. Lilu Multipass. You know. Exactly. Yeah. 
the chick from whatever that movie was, I forgot. Um, I love this movie. It has so much action, so many sick kills. And this is where Alice, if you've seen the original Resident Evils, gets her powers. So she's wrecking zombies. Uh, it brings in so many monsters from the games. And uh, dude, Raccoon City, I don't know, it's just dope. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Justin, is that the one that has? Uh, it's not Nemesis, is it? Where that yeah. big guy? That is that one. He's got like a Gatling gun arm, and he's just, yeah. he's got like one eye. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's sick. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that one. Yeah, they all kind it's, of blend uh, together. But... Dude, like one of my favorite scenes from that is when uh, the Nemo or the uh, the bad guys, Umbrella Corp, is like, "Oh, we've got these uh, star survivors. They're like special special tactics and rescue squad. They're like, go take them out." And uh, the snipers on the roof. And he's like, oh, we got a big boy. And he's like hitting him. And then he's like, oh, shit, he's not going down. And he's like, as fast as possible, reloading his bolt action rifle. And the thing's just like, <laughs> fucking kills everybody. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> it's an awesome movie. It's on the list, man. I have not seen that one. I'm loving have my you, homework. I'm going to have like the most beautiful the, uh, night. Did you see the first one, Ryan? No, I haven't even seen the first one. Oh, oh it's got what? Michelle Rodriguez in it. You got to see it. <laughs> It's, it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. 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 Pile on. I tap yeah. out. No, it, no it I know. I never did. I never played it's, the games though either. So it wasn't really uh, my, my, like, it wasn't my thing. One. Fourth one. Check it out for sure. All right, man. So, I, like, I, I know Ryan is a, is a huge fan of Blade and just oh, yeah. like that. The first 10 minutes of Blade, like, think of a lot of that throughout the first couple Resident Evil movies. Like, you're going to dig all the... Yeah, Justin's right. Okay. You'll, you'll dig the action, dude, in, oh, yeah. in the Resident Evil movies. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I, everything he's saying is, like, you know, firing off synapses <laughs> in my brain. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Catlin gun arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting bricked up over here. All right, man. Uh, and we're moving on. Curtis, what is say it, you? Is this my fifth or sixth pick? I've lost this, track. This is your final pick? This is my final... Oh, dude. Now it's, just, now it's tough. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Clive Barker for my final pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hellraiser for my last pick, the original Whoa. Hellraiser. Uh, I rewatched that earlier in the summer, and or uh, last Halloween as part of my 31 Days Horror Movies, and it's just again, it's one of those that holds up to me. I think it's it's so much in there. There's so much uh, about sex and how you feel about sex is it sinful is it wrong is it this is that and then all this gore that goes along with it and the cinnabites and these iconic characters and uh pinhead i just i could go on about it um but to me again it's one of those that's still scary it's still terrifying the visuals and the and some of the uh stuff that you don't see that makes you think the stuff where it messes with your mind and the woman hunting men so she can kill them and feed them to frank and uh, just so good, dude. So going with Hellraiser for my last pick. Love it, love yeah. it. Yeah, that's, Hellraiser is really good. Yeah, that's that was my first like scary villain that I can remember. Like you know, Freddy Krueger is scary, but you know his 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 talk kind of like the first like picture or like image of a of a, like a true big bad from it. Like it was scarier than Meyer, scarier than all like Pinhead to me was just like that 
dude is fucking scary, man. Like that was the first one where I was like, I don't, I don't like this, man. I don't know if I want to watch this. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Dude. Same with me. It was the one that I waited the longest to watch because the box at, at blockbuster was so mm-hmm. fucking scary. It's yeah. just head holding the thing. And he's like, it's like, I'll yeah. stole apart. Yeah. I'm like eight seeing nope. that. I remember <laughs> nope. I was so scared. I hadn't even seen it. I was like, okay, I bet they can like break through like, you know, like the, the dirt easier. So I would like walk on cement. I'm like, well, they can't break through the cement and get me. I've never even seen the movie. <laughs> yeah. But like, I made that in my mind. I was like, I bet they burst up through the ground. They're from hell. They're raising from hell. Like, you know, but uh, it wasn't as scary as my mind made it out to be when I no. saw it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But the face, man, that, that, that they, they, they stuck all the landings on, on creating the, the monster, the big, you know, pinhead. I mean, they just, everything about it. And anybody that does that cosplay, you know, my hat's off to you, man. If you're going to yeah. really be that meticulous to like, you know, to get all that down without some sort of, you know, mask of some sort, like those, there are people out there that can do that. That's crazy. The symmetric ability of it alone blows my mind, but all right, we'll wrap it up here with the final pick and the bag of six, Alec, take us home. All right. Started us off. You get to end the thing. I'm glad I thought I was done. I'm glad I have one more. Um, yeah, one more. I'm going to keep it in kind of the Hellraiser universe. And this is kind of a very personal favorite, which I think says some weird things about me that I like this movie so much. Um, <laughs> uh, Videodrome. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen 1983's Videodrome. Underrated, man. Good pick. Yeah, I got it. It's it, like I'm not into that stuff, but like the movie's really <laughs> good. Uh, James Woods, you know, love his character oh, in Jesus. this. Uh, Deborah Harry from yeah. Blondie is in this and um, very weird movie, but good God, when I saw it, everything stuck out to me. Um, visually, it's very similar to Hellraiser in like the SNM kind of world, but um, unbelievable special effects for 1983. Great score. Uh, it was filmed in Toronto, so it's got this very like just weird feeling and atmosphere. So if you haven't seen that one and you like weird movies from the 80s, I love it. I love it. Oh man, I mean David Cronenberg, you know, directed. I mean, Cronenberg is so great. Uh, you know, he did The Fly and and yeah. so many other iconic horror movies and films in general. I just I uh, I love the pick, man. Excellent way to to wrap it up. Definitely an underrated one. I think everybody should should check it. If you're a horror fan and you haven't seen it, you should. That's one you got to check off the list. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I saw Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. That's as close as I got, dude. I never saw Videodrome, dude. I, that's on the list for sure. <laughs> oh, very different. <laughs> very different. <laughs> what? You're not to spin a wheel, make a deal in Videodrome? Okay, all right. I, I got <laughs> yeah. it. I got it down. All right, man. Well, that puts a wrap on it. We can hit. Oh, man, we're coming on an hour and a half. Let's go uh, very quick. Maybe two or three things that you wanted to pick but didn't. Go right down the line, Alec. What was like a uh, uh, free agent draft class? No uh, commentary. Just name them. Go. All right. Uh, the Last Exorcism, uh, oh. Rosemary's Baby, and mm-hmm. Hereditary. Nice. All right. Curtis. Uh, we talked a little bit about Stephen King earlier. I had Silver Bullet on here as a personal favorite. Some of my favorite werewolf movies ever. Silver, Silver Bullet, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, not that piece of shit that came out a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Aliens, uh, Night of the Living Dead, and Jaws. I have those on my list, too. So. Boom. Justin, what didn't make the cut? But people should still take home for homework. The Grudge. 
2005's The Amityville Horror and 30 Days of Night. That's oh, a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, 30 Days of Night, underrated, man. Good pick. Oh, man. I totally thank forgot you, about you. that one. <laughs> I had uh, the worst STD ever and slow moving. It follows. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That was that one, and, and I resurrected that whole music score as well. From yeah. speaking of, you know, Carpenter, um, I had the descent, which I, I loved so much, uh, possibly because I, you know, get claustrophobia and it makes me it's a little terrifying. bit, you know, it's like yeah. that, that whole concept of it added another level. That like not only is this completely uh, not supposed to comment shit. What am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> breaking, breaking your own rule. Oh yeah, exactly. No comments, man. But I'm gonna go on a fucking 15 minute diatribe. <laughs> and uh, get an, another another kid one. Uh, killer clowns from outer space. I, 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 almost, I almost did it because I, I love that one so much. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks again for coming on. Make sure to Google Wheel of Horror podcast, and you'll be able to find all the social media channels so you can see when their newest episodes are coming out. You know, you can always find pain productions at pain pro across those same platforms. Just follow them back to back. That's just how you do it. Leave us a five-star review and make sure to stream us on good pods. It's a good place to find independent podcasts. After you listen to wheel of horror and pain productions, you guys can go ahead and search for a couple others on there, but yeah, make sure you get those two done first. So I appreciate (laughs) you guys once again, and thank you. Have a good evening. Thank you guys.